Welcome to the Vital Dawn Podcast for Tuesday, December 17th. Um, it was a very boring evening and morning as far as U.S. equities are concerned. So the S&P futures are trading down about two points. Um, Europe is trading down more. So Europe's down about 45 to 65 basis points. And then Asia, which really just kind of followed the U.S. session on Monday, um, Asia rallied essentially across the board on Tuesday. So again, from the perspective of U.S. stocks, there's really kind of nothing to talk about. There are a few interesting um, more macro developments, I would say. So Boeing last night confirmed that it's going to halt the 737 MAX output. Um, I have a big Boeing update in today's Vital Dawn. Um, you know, essentially, this is a, this is really much in line with expectations. Media reports for the last several days have, have intimated this was very likely. Um, the FAA last week explicitly stated that they were not going to grant approval in 2019, which had been Boeing's original guidance. So Boeing did not state how long the pause will be for. Um, media reports suggest it will be about 60 days. Boeing is going to avoid layoffs for the time being. Um, but obviously, if this, if this, if the FAA approval does not arrive by the end of calendar Q1, which is the the current consensus, um, then the production outage will have to last a lot longer. So, you know, right now I don't think this is kind of a major incremental negative. It certainly is worrying. Um, you know, the big thing we'll watch would just be the FAA approval. Um, you know, the the fact that they're halting output. Um, is not shocking considering that the approval process is lasting longer than expected. So that's really kind of the next big event to watch is that approval. Um, Unilever issued a profit a sales warning for 2019 and also said 2020 sales will be back unloaded. Um, some cautious macro commentary. So Unilever is weighing on staples in Europe, may probably weigh on staples in the U.S. as well. Um, a bunch of polls were published uh, for the U.S. So Sanders is making a quiet comeback as Warren continues to drop. Um, you know, Sanders has all but been written uh, has been written off essentially, um, but he's he's making um, you know he, he like I said he's making kind of a quiet bounce in the poll numbers. Biden is still the overall leader, um, so despite a lot of skepticism that Biden is going to falter, that doesn't have the stamina, doesn't have the finances, et cetera, to kind of make it through. Um, he's his poll lead has been very very stubborn. Um, and it looks like he, um, you know, he looks like he should secure the nomination, assuming he doesn't collapse in the first two states, Iowa, New Hampshire, um, which, you know, he definitely is not in the in polling in the lead in either of those two states. But, you know, should it be should it be two or three in those states? Um, he should do very well in the next one. Then also on Super Tuesday, um, another poll had Trump running ahead of all the main Democratic contenders. Um, for one of the first times. So in, in prior polls, Trump had been lagging most of this, most of the top Dems by a few points. So this poll had him up a few points. Um, and like I've been writing about, I've, you know, the last week and a half for Trump has been probably the best of his presidency. Um, if you're looking at just the um, from the perspective of him getting reelected, he had a lot of positives um, over the last week and a half. And so at the moment, you know, it you know, it looks very unlikely that he would lose the race um, at this point in time. Obviously, there's still another 11 months um, to come. Uh, so and and just kind of, you know, without a lot of China news with phase one settled, you know, it's going to be, I think, um, a, a relatively boring couple of weeks on the macro front. There was one interesting article on China on Bloomberg um, that hit in kind of just the last couple of hours. Nothing that I think is going to impact trading, but just something to watch. You know about how China is 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 trying to figure out how it's going to meet these um, purchase demands that have been placed on it by the U.S. as part of Phase One. So, one of the uh, options they're going to pursue is purchasing more U.S. ethanol. So they're going to lift tariffs that have been imposed on U.S. ethanol products. Um, so that will help meet some of the um, some of the import um, uh, some of the new import demands placed on them. And then they're also going to reroute trade. 
um, through Chinese ports that's currently going through other ports, in particular Hong Kong ports. So that's more kind of just shifting existing trade through Chinese ports so they can count it towards their own um, import numbers. Um, so that's not really creating new demand as so much as it's kind of just shifting it around. Um, so I just thought it was interesting about how China is, you know, trying to figure out how they're going to meet some of these initial U.S. demands, um, you know, to to uh, hopefully lead to some more tariff rollback, which I'm assuming you're going to see. You know, the initial tariff rollback as part of pay, phase one was very minor. You left a lot of tariffs in place. Um, and if I had to bet right now, I would imagine you're going to see Trump dribble some more rollback out um, over the coming quarters, especially into the election. Um, you know, and I don't mean to you know, sound too cynical. I think any, any president, regardless of the party, would do the same um, just to provide a little a little economic, um, you know, stimulus heading into the election. Um, no major eco data this morning, no major central bank headlines out overnight. Um, as far as the calendar for today, I would say the main focus is really just going to be on earnings. So you have Jabil and Navistar this morning, and then after the close FedEx, um, I think FedEx will probably be most interesting. FedEx obviously have had, has had um, a lot of difficulties over the last few quarters. A lot of them have been company specific, but there's also been obviously some macro overhangs. Um, you know, this the ongoing or, or the the continued deterioration of FedEx's relationship with Amazon, um, and there was news out on that late in trading yesterday. Um, that is 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 obviously a major part of the FedEx story. Although, as far as the economic impact to it at this point in time, um, Amazon is a very very minuscule customer. So. Um, the news yesterday about you know how Amazon has already essentially kicked FedEx out of its own uh, shipping network, and now it is forcing its third-party sellers um, who are looking to ship products under the Prime umbrella to not use FedEx's ground service. So this is just kind of again another example of the severing of ties between Amazon and FedEx. So that that they report tonight, that's obviously going to be a big area of focus um, on that conference call. Uh, so that is essentially it for this morning. Like I said, uh, you know, relatively quiet. Um, and I'd imagine the last couple of weeks will be as well. And I think that's one of the big reasons why, um, you know, I think bulls feel very comfortable at the moment where you've had, you know, a week and a half of a lot of ostensibly positive macro news and the calendar is, is very, is very quiet. It's very void, at least for the next few weeks. And so there's not any obvious reason, um, that the market is going to be knocked off track, other than a lot of the same complaints as before, you know, valuations are very stretched. You're not seeing this sharp upward inflection of in earnings and or growth numbers. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of kind of uh, there, there's still a lot of unanswered questions with regards to the U.S. China phase one relationship. But I think that's kind of more something that to the extent it becomes a headwind, it won't it won't really be one until 2020. So. Um, you know, for the time being, I'd imagine it's going to be a similar type of market landscape now for the next several mornings. Very boring um, and boring bodes well for the bulls in the very near term. Um, I still think, though, that, um, you know, I, you can count me in in the skeptical camp just as far as multiple expansion and um, the magnitude of all this macro clarity leading to upward earnings revisions. Um, so that is it for today. Thank you, everyone, for listening.